This morning's first reading is from Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to 25. When Jesus came to the reign of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. The word of God for the people of God. Okay, I would invite you to join me as we turn again to the scripture. We turn next to the 21st chapter of John. Verses 14 through 17, um, and as always, if it helps you to follow along, please do that. You can find it, obviously, in your favorite Bible, whether that's in print or online. You can find that, uh, you can follow along on the screens here, and, uh, or if you find that following along is distracting, would invite you to hear the word of the Lord this morning. From John chapter 21. Now, this was the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. And when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to 
Amen. Will you bow with me for a moment, please? Gracious and holy God, again, we gather as your people. We carve out time and space in our lives because we want to hear what you have to say to us today. So we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would pour yourself out on us, that once again, you would take the words of the scripture that we share, the humble words that I will offer, and the thoughts of every single one of our hearts, and inspire them, breathe life into them, so that in them, we might hear the word of God, the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. So one of the things that uh, is uh, something that we know is that the past is important. Our, our history matters. It's important for us to know not only who we are in this moment, but it's also important for us to know how we got here. Right? And, and so we very often celebrate those important moments in the past. Right? And we look forward to those moments that we, we celebrate together that we know are going to change what comes after it. Now, sometimes we know that going in. Like, we're going to celebrate baptism in a, in a moment, and we know that that's one of those moments that just absolutely changes your life from here on out. But a lot of the things that, that occur to us, those things that change, change our, our history, are not necessarily things that we saw coming. And so, it's important for us to recognize the importance of our past, and especially it's important for us to remember the power that our past can have. Now, that can come up in two ways. So, one of the ways that our past uh, can really have a powerful impact on our lives, sometimes for good, sometimes not always, is, uh, well, let Let's, uh, let's listen to this description. Okay, now, quick disclaimer here, as a United Methodist, uh, I cannot condone the abuse of alcohol. Okay, that out of the way. So, there are times when we have these moments that become who we are, right? And then we get stuck there, like the guy in the song, right? That everything is about these great big, these wonderful things that happened long ago, or maybe not even that long ago, and we get stuck in that and we can't ever get to the point where we get beyond it 
Our, our past can just own us and lock us up. Even when our past is good. Even when it's a positive thing, it can lock us right up where we don't move forward. Now, in, in the first lesson that we, we read, uh, Peter had a moment that could have been like that, right? He, he had this moment where, where Jesus is asking, but who do you say that I am? And the Holy Spirit gives him the right answer. And Jesus says that, that this is such a pivotal moment that, that we're not going to call you Simon anymore, but your name is now Peter. Your name is Peter, which in Greek means the rock. When we were expecting Peter and, and we kind of landed on that name, I said to Sandra at one point, that's cool, because then I'll just call him Rocky. That got vetoed. Right, so Jesus says, I'm going to build my church on this rock. Peter has this amazing, uh, Peter in the Bible, sorry buddy. Uh, Peter has this amazing moment. And he could have gotten stuck there. And of course, maybe for Peter's sake, it might have been better if he had gotten a little bit stuck there. But he didn't. One of the things that I love about Peter, because I see so much of myself in him, which is bad for him. Because Peter goes from being the hero to the zero in what seems like moments in this story. Jesus starts to explain what it means for him to be the Messiah, the Son of God. And that it includes things like the cross. And Peter goes, no, 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 that can't be. No, no, we're not having none of that. And Peter, who had just been praised for being the rock that the church was going to get built on, gets to hear Jesus say to him, get behind me, Satan, because you are all about your own stuff and you're not at all about the things of God. See, and that's the other way that our history can own us. When, when we have a moment that we look back on and go, that was a huge mistake. I should never have done that. And it can be a moment like, this clip is a little bit long, but, but it would invite you to, to watch it because um, it gives us a sense of, of what this can be like.
He's done this penance long enough. And, well, the other brothers think the same. But he doesn't think so, John. In that clip, that bag of armor represents a mistake that Rodrigo made in his past. A horrible, horrible mistake. And the power of that scene is that having watched him drag that through his life and watch him literally get stopped cold. Reminded the power that our past can have over us. When we, when we have those moments, I'm, I'm hoping that you don't have one of those moments. But if you do, then you know what I'm talking about. Where ev that everything that you do gets run through this filter of, but there was that thing. And it just holds you up and locks you down until you get to the moment where you get set free. The brother came to uh, the father and said, he's done this penance long enough, but he doesn't think so, was the response. And it wasn't until he got to the point where he could where he could accept that he'd been forgiven. That he could accept that it had 
he had been set free. That he really could move into the future. Sometimes the good life for us wants us to focus on what was. Good or bad. And what Jesus offers us is an abundant life where what was matters. But not nearly as much as what can be in Christ. And so Jesus takes Peter aside and says, Peter, do you love me? And those three questions... Lord, you know that I love you. Then feed my sheep, tend my lambs. Right? Let's go into the future together. God is way more interested in what we can be in Christ than what we were, whether that was a good thing or a not so good thing. God is way more interested in what we can be in Christ than where we were. So let me ask. Are there things are there things in your life that hold you up good or bad that hold you up because Because you're not willing to let them go enough to move into the future. Our past is important. And it's important that we celebrate it. It's important that we learn from it. But what God offers us is that among that, that if our past begins to hold us still, to stop us short, then God offers us a way to move into the future that God has always wanted for. To move into the abundant life that God gave his life to make possible. Grace to you and peace. Amen.